Some liking what happened or what didn't happen in the Bahamas for the Fry Festival as criminal, and now criminal charges may be underway. Meanwhile, Michael Flynn is going to try to avoid some charges by pleading the fifth when he testifies before the Senate Intelligence Committee and the world still in shock from last night's bombing at the Manchester Arena where Ariana Grande was wrapping up a concert. These are some of the conversations we had yesterday, and so that makes today's Daily Recap podcast for May 23rd, 2017. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Daily Recap Podcast from ThisIsTheConversation.com, where some of the best conversations are had with the best conversationalists. That's you people out there talking about the issues trending and some pretty obscure that people really, really want to talk about, or at least are so interesting people can't help but get involved in. My name is Jake Payne, the moderator at the website. Thank you so much for being a part of all the work we do at the website, on social media, and here with this podcast. Stop by the website and uh, help us out by just looking at one of our sponsors. They are the people that help us keep this thing going, and the sponsor that we are spotlighting this week is Cloud9 Living. Now, Cloud9 Living does a great thing. They have a great mission. They're out there to help you live on Cloud9, to help you live out your bucket list, if you will. So they have plenty of vacation packages and excursions that will drive you crazy. And if they drive you crazy, well, here's what we have for you. Click on the link we have on their website, and you can get a discount on gift certificates so you can send whoever wants to get something off their bucket list to do it by themselves because you think it's crazy. But you'd be crazy not to get a 10% discount on these gift certificates. Go by thisisaconversation.com slash sponsors. Click on Cloud9 Living or any of the great sponsors that we have helping us keep this show afloat. Now let's get on to the details of the conversations from yesterday. Starting off with our first uh, conversation, the first message for the morning, was a story um, on a big game hunter who uh, got rev- or, or got um, his just desserts, you would say, from a dying elephant who took revenge on him. A hunter had shot an elephant in the wild, as they do, apparently, and the elephant was in the midst of dying when it charged at said hunter and actually crushed him to death um, before the elephant died on its own. Uh, the people with him were not able to persuade the elephant off the man or save him or the elephant, although the elephant wasn't really meant to be saved at that point. A lot of people uh, on social media saying that it was just desserts for the brutal um, elephant hunting trade, although back in the day, you when you hunted elephants, you really hunted them for actual need. Now it's basically people with a lot of money and way too much free time in their hands. Speaking of free time, lots of free times for all the people involved with the Ringling Brothers and Barman Bailey Circus as they officially shut down their doors uh, Sunday night. We did a quick uh, recap on this one as one of our first stories of the day. Uh, Sunday night, they had their final performance where it will stream live on Facebook Live and YouTube and everywhere things are streamed these days. 146 years in existence. Of course, the merging of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum, Barnum and Bailey Circuses. Barnum and Bailey had a circus. Uh, when, when Barnum died, or when Bailey died, Ringling Brothers bought out the circus and made a big grand show. And the big thing about the circus, or this circus in general, were the massive amounts of, of animals involved. Now, the big thing that basically killed the circus this year, or uh, was killing it this year, was the recent removal of the elephants from the actual circus. The elephants were gone from the circus as of uh, late last year, maybe two years at this point. And without the big elephants as a show and more animal activists of fighting for more animals being released, 
without the big animals as a big attraction in the show, the elephants were one of the most most um the things that always drew my nephew and my daughter to go see the circus. They love seeing the elephants. Um, money was lost and the whole thing had to go down. Now, what happens to all the people that work for this circus? Well, they no longer work for this circus, but we're pretty sure that regional circuses, small circus acts, things that probably don't have any animals, will take up a lot of the acrobats, a lot of the other artists. And, of course, the animals involved in this venture are all taken care of, all taken in by zoos or animal habitats or things where they will go off to retire fairly peacefully. No more performing for pretty much any of them as they are now done for that, including the whole show is now done. The curtain raising for the final time, or lowering, you should say, for the final time for the circus. Donald Trump makes an historic visit to the Western Wall as the first sitting president to do so. Now, Donald Trump, in his visit to Israel uh, beginning yesterday, uh, went to speak with all the people, spoke with the prime minister, uh, made two trips, one to the most historic and most holy uh, site in the Christian church, the church that's essentially built on the assumed tomb of Jesus Christ, and then the most holy and important part in the Jewish faith, that is the Western Wall, where he went to the wall and he prayed at the wall. No sitting president has ever been there because, as a lot of economists went into detail yesterday, religious uh, holy grounds, holy places, tend to also be big political places when the wrong people show up. So no sitting president has never sat there because uh, the main thing for the Western Wall is the dispute on whether it actually belongs to who, where it is. It, quote-unquote, is inside of Israel, but, of course, the borders of Israel are disputed by many people. So whether it belongs to the Israelis, it is, quote-unquote, a part of Jerusalem, but where Jerusalem belongs to is the big question. Trump went there and prayed and didn't say very much anyway. Stayed pretty much on script all day long. He also released or pre-released information on his budget coming up. The budget actually released today, so we'll talk more about that today. Uh, but very quickly, the big shocker, the big uh, the spoiler alert for yesterday was the fact that $80 billion in cuts to Medicaid were listed as part of the president's first budget. Now, we'll go into detail in a little bit, or tomorrow, I guess, in the podcast, but within the conversation today, where there's cuts to both Medicaid, there's also cuts to uh, the SNAP programs, there's cuts to various um, other programs, the safety nets, if you will. Uh, more details on what those cuts are as the budget was actually released today. But a lot of the safety net cuts uh, essentially pave a way for savings for the quote-unquote rich in the other programs they get tax cuts uh, for the rich and you offset them by giving less money to other people that's essentially how it's being played out at the moment we'll see if that actually works out that way in economics and if it actually works out that way if the budget passes and works through now we've talked about the fry festival often because i am a sucker for disasters the fry festival was the bahamas music festival that was funded by one bro and also funded by ja rule and um ja rule getting himself roped into a pretty bad situation as the bro essentially set this thing up to be a failure from the start most of the seed money set into for this festival was put into a lots and lots of glitzy promotion i guess assuming that would get all the people in and then the actual work on the infrastructure was not put into place very well. In fact, many comments weeks after this debacle from people who live, work, or know things in the Bahamas 
essentially says asking something to be done on time in a place like the Bahamas is is ridiculous because nothing ever gets done on time, on schedule. And so everything must be done ahead of time or you must have some contingencies in the background, which apparently they did, but those contingencies also didn't work out. And, of course, since most of the acts that were scheduled to be there didn't show up, when the people showed up and there was no place to stay and they all ate cheese sandwiches, it was pretty bad. Many people are still waiting to get paid, get paid overtime, get paid extra time, get paid for the, extravag- the extravagance of having to do things last minute. And now the FBI is getting involved in whether this thing was meant to be a sham in the first place, whether it was basically a grab and go uh, from the first place and holding it in the Bahamas place that's a little sketchy about how the money gets done was the way to basically get a bunch of money in, blow it on the front end, and then kind of run away from that. Ja Rule taking a bunch of the blame for not so much being the money guy, but the face and trying to explain things away, whether he's going to be wrapped up in the criminal charges which may come up with the FBI investigation, I guess we shall soon see. Soon see, I should say. We shall soon see, if we can't speak, but we shall soon see Michael Flynn as he goes before the Senate Intelligence Committee. Actually, he refused uh, the subpoena, but I guess he'll go anyway because his people are saying he's going to invoke the Fifth Amendment if he actually shows up. He's going to get there and say he doesn't want to speak. That's bringing lots and lots of tears to the folks on the Senate Intelligence Committee who want to get some answers to what exactly Flynn knew, didn't know, or did or didn't do. But it also brings tears to people around the community of intelligence and people that, that seem to know Flynn either personal or in the professional wise, saying that the man that is pleading the fifth is not the same man who was very dogged in his explanations for anything throughout his public service life. We'll see what he says or doesn't say when he actually shows up for the committee. I think that's going to happen sometime uh, next week. The world's first operational RoboCop hits the streets in Dubai. Now, don't expect a gun-toting cyborg uh, android thing what it is is a robot that basically goes around and offers up information for the people. It has a little police ca- officer cap and a big touchscreen in his chest, and you can um, talk to it, get information uh, from it, get um, details on things like traffic and, and directions and stuff like that, information. Uh, so it's not exactly Peter Weller shooting down bad guys, but it is a RoboCop. Dubai expects to have about a quarter of its police force replaced with these sorts of robots in the next 10 years. We shall see. Let's go to Billy Bush, who is speaking out about his Access Hollywood finding tape, or founding of the tape from Access Hollywood, his interview with Trump, where he, of course, said uh, he likes to grab women by the yaha. Um, well, Billy Bush is now trying to rehab his image. He was fired from his today's show correspondence and just regular gig for this tape coming out. Finally come around to get some rehab to hopefully get a new gig back into the industry, essentially blackballed after this thing happened. Now, some of the things that have been released from his interviews on this issue. Number one, he wishes he had the resolve to change the subject while Trump was going in that direction instead of just giggling and going along with it. Number two, uh, the biggest regret of the whole thing wasn't losing his job. But when his daughter called from college saying, Dad, what what are you doing? What's wrong with you? So that was the biggest thing that kind of crushed him on this. Of course, Billy Bush hadn't been seen much in the media since the firing of Today Show. He's hoping that now that it's coming on a summer season and a soon a fall season with a lot of new needs for media people, he can get a pretty high-profile job, and that means speaking about this thing. And, of course, this thing gives some people some content 
for the rest of the season. Speaking uh, mostly to Robin Roberts of ABC, but also uh, doing the rounds and uh, promoting what's going on or what's not going on currently in his career. Late last night, about 10.30 local time in Manchester, there was an explosion at the end near the finale of the Ariana uh, Ariana Grande concert at the uh, Manchester um, uh, Arena. Now, the details last night were kind of sketchy, but later in the evening as things went on and turned into breaking news and following news and working it through, it was determined that it was a suicide bomber, a single suicide bomber, that exploded a bomb somewhere near the outskirts of the arena, causing um, some some loss of life, some damage, and apparently a stampede of people trying to get to safety. Uh, what we know from now this morning, and we'll talk about that later on, we had some, some messages in today's message, uh, so we'll talk about that tomorrow as well, was that uh, about 22 people died in the in the bombing. About 59 or so people were injured in the total in the in the total melee. Uh, they arrested, being the police arrested, a 23 year old man in connection with the bombing. And ISIS has, uh, as of about an about 20 minutes or so of me recording this, ISIS has claimed responsibility. Uh, essentially, the timeline is saying that ISIS had a bomb maker make a bomb for this person. They assumed that they wouldn't waste a good bomb maker to blow it up themselves. So ISIS, in a, in a cell, came in, built the bomb for this person who set it off in the thing. Uh, this other person was connected to the cell, but probably is not the bomb maker. And we'll see more details coming from this coming down the line. Ariana Grande, uh, as one would expect, is shaken and heartbroken by the incident. Many people are going through the stages of grief from having to go through that. We heard a lot of interviews on TV last night from kids, a lot of you know young people and kids at the concert sort of describing the scene and some of the people dead in it this um in the blast were children as a lot of kids are going to a concert Ariana Grande I don't believe she's much more than 18 19 years old so um she's very very popular for, for the younger sets so that means a lot of people tween age or so would be at this show and uh, our first tweet from the day came from another event that happened last night that's the Warriors of Golden State who swept the gold, swept the, um, the the San Antonio Spurs yesterday in round three of the Western Conference Finals with the NBA. That means they have effectively swept round one, round two, and round three opponents. They're the first team to ever do this. They're the first team to ever sweep all three of their opponents in each round to make it to the final championship. Now, they're also the only team besides the Lakers to win three back-to-back-to-back, three-peat in the Western Conference Finals. The Lakers have done it about eight times or so. I had that back in some notes uh, when I was doing some research for a story uh, on the sports station I work for. Uh, it had notes on it. Someone had listened to many times they did it, and the Lakers did it basically eight times in a row. Obviously, the Celtics winning 11 in a row trumps that, uh, but that's on the eastern side. On the eastern side as well, the Cleveland Cavaliers were almost on track to do the same thing, except... They ran into a buzzsaw on Sunday night with the with this with the Boston Celtics, um, finding some weird life and fighting back and able to steal essentially game number three. And it was a steal because they were down by around 17, 18 points at the half. The Boston Celtics were able to steal game three, forcing them to go at least five games coming up before uh, the, that would be five games for the Cavaliers to get the official win or if they go another three games maybe the Boston Celtics 
can take this whole thing out. We'll see how that runs out. A couple more days to figure out who's going to the NBA Finals officially, although the Warriors have already punched their ticket. By the way, Kevin Durant in an interview speaking about his move from Oklahoma City to Golden State, he has said that win or lose, he made the right decision to make the move. Where he is is where he needs to be. Whether they get this championship this year or not, he's where he ought to be. And those are the stories, the conversations we had that we covered all day yesterday, that being, of course, the 22nd. Today is the 23rd of May, and we'll have plenty of more conversations to talk about in tomorrow's podcast and, of course, all day on the social media. So make sure you don't miss the conversation. Make sure you get in on all the great things to talk about. You get in your two cents or four cents or quarters worth. Go to our website, thisistheconversation.com, where, of course, all the conversations will be listed there as well. Stop by our social media links, and you can chat with us there. On Facebook, we're under This Is The Conversation. And on Twitter, look for TH underscore conversation and chat with us as things pop up. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you friend us. Make sure you keep up with what's going on. And make sure you stop by the website and um Make sure you take care of some of our sponsors. They're helping take care of us so we can take care of you. So in Circle Life, if you can take care of the sponsors, that'd be awesome. This week we're spotlighting Cloud9 Living, who is, is an awesome company that makes sure that makes sure that makes sure you can live out your bucket list. They have great excursion packages for great vacations and great tourist things and really cool experiences that you wouldn't think you'd be able to do, but you can do it, and not only that. You can do it at a great price, a discounted price, by going to thisistheconversation.com slash sponsors, clicking on Cloud9 Living, and you get 10% off all gift certificates. So you can buy that gift certificate and save it up for when you're ready to do that excursion, or you can give it to someone else so they can do that excursion by themselves because what they're doing might be a little crazy for you. Check it out, and make sure you show some love to Cloud9 Living, who takes great care of us here on The Conversation. Thank you so much again for being a part of all our conversations on social media, at the website, and, of course, here in the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast uh, on whatever favorite feature you have. You can get the feed from the website. You can also find us on Stitcher and Spreaker and iTunes and or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. And just keep up with us so you can keep in with the know of what we have going on so that we can make sure we're having the best conversations with you there. And, of course, join us again tomorrow for another edition of the Daily Recap Podcast from This 